0: Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Miller, and this is The Ziggler Show, where our goal is to inspire your true performance. In this episode, slowing down to speed up. If you've heard that before, I ask you to consider it again. This is a common thread that we've been having on the show lately. I mean, busyness and hurry are just not producing our best work. The faster we run, the slower we produce, or at least I could say the shallower we produce. So if your life is a blur of lots of shallow work, then you know maybe speed is your gig, but to do the great work, the deep work, the valuable and profitable work, We are learning that speed kills. This is our habits episode, and I've got Jennifer Allwood back with us. Uh, She's my guest from show 773, which folks, I'll have to tell you, I have gotten more positive feedback for that show than any show I've had in recent times. Uh, But in that show, we discussed showing up for your own life. Uh, That's a primary message from her new book, Fear is Not the Boss of You. In this show, as we discuss the career spoke, Jennifer shares her focus right now amongst success with her book, her podcast, her coaching organization is slowing down to speed up. I mean, with so many opportunities, she knows there's always the danger of imploding and her rudder today is if it's costing me my piece, it's too expensive. So you're going to hear this and more in this habits episode. Uh, again, you can connect with Jennifer at jenniferallwood Allwood, A-L-L-W-O-O-D.com. So I'll bring Jennifer to you and this habits episode right after I share some great products and services. All right, Jennifer, well, this is going to be fun because I feel like I know some of your habits uh, from reading the book because you're so open with them about it, but I'm curious. Uh, and I think everybody else will be as well. So we'll start running right down. Number one, physical and nutrition. What are the things? I know you're doing you know, triathlon training, I yeah. assume. So you're doing. Nope, but- I'm not. No, You're out of that. Okay. Well, tell me what you're doing physically. Well, and, and you know and what? Nutrition. I
1: just, um, last year having a brand new little girl with us, uh, training was a little bit difficult. Right, I true. did, um, yeah. I did a triathlon last year as like a group, um, Words are losing me because hashtag menopause, but like um, a relay thing. Thank you for the. I did the relay. And so that was great. Um, but I can tell you what I'm doing right now for physical things. I bought my husband a Peloton. Oh
0: yeah. I keep hearing that over and over and over. Okay.
1: Let me just tell you, I'm obsessed because for months prior to that, I was doing Peloton workouts. Did you know you can just like go download the app and you can do strength training and yoga? And I love it because you can say 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then you can like pick your type of music. My favorite is hip hop. So I pick hip hop 20 or 30 minutes and I would do, you know, a workout with weights. And then I'm like, my husband loves to bike. Let me buy him a bike. I didn't really think I'd probably ever even get on it. And now my husband are both, we're both obsessed with our Peloton bike. So that is currently what I am mostly doing for physical.
0: Awesome. You know, it's funny. I did one at a hotel for the first time few weeks ago, they had a like row it. of those. Oh my gosh. It was so cool. Right. They're uh, so
1: quiet and it's so fun to like, I was impressed. If, you, if you're competitive at all, it really feeds that like competitive part of mm-hmm. you. Cause I'm like, oh no, they didn't. I did not just fall into the bottom half of this ride. You know, exactly. you got thousands totally. of riders and you're like racing your heart out, just out of ego. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, Totally. I, I was a pro cyclist, man. So I'm on there to win the thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, there so you go. I, That's I want awesome. one. Yep. All right. How about nutritionally? What do you do on that side?
1: Well, nutritionally right now, um truth is I'm actually in the middle of a 21-day liver detox. I've never done one before. Okay. Um in the last, I'll just be completely vulnerable, in the last six months, of about half of my hair has fallen out. You're seeing me right now with a full head of hair. This is half of it fake. Um, it's been a really weird thing. We believe it's based on some hair products that are very popular in the news right now. If you Google curly wow. hair products being sued, but it's made a lot of women's hair fall out in the last year or two. So anyway, nutritionally right now, I'm completely off of sugar. Uh-huh. Um, I'm doing a lot of supplements, a lot of Epsom salt baths, um, You know, no coffee, no alcohol, no sugar, um, no fun but I'm hoping that uh, yes. my hair is going to come back in and you know the detox I hope is going to work really well so yeah
0: no coffee that was probably sugar. TMI that's,
1: way way more information no no no
0: no that was great I'm just I'm I'm in uh, that's true yeah. I know those are those are my three favorite drugs right there so okay yeah <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> all right well hey I hope I hope things get better on
1: that so. it will it will yeah. I already feel better so we're good
0: family and friends are really just relationships and whether that's yeah. your immediate family or outside of that, what are the uh, consistent habits you're employing to keep your relationships in the healthy place you want them to be?
1: Yeah. So we, um, we've been at the same church for 20 years. We've had, um, a group of friends for probably almost the last 10 years that we have dinner together every Saturday night. Um, after church, I prefer Saturday night church, just so I don't have to put on, you know, makeup or I know you've got men and women listening here, so I'll just say makeup on Sundays, <laughs> right. but I just don't like to have to leave the house. And so, um, so we go to church on Saturday night and every single Saturday night, we either go to a restaurant with a group of there's five families or we go to one of our houses and all of our kids have grown up together. We vacation together. We renewed our wedding vows, wow. um, five or six years ago in Florida together with all of our children. And our pastor flew down to do that. And so we are in deep community, um, with our friend group, which I absolutely love.
0: Goodness. So. That's, that's amazing. That's rare. As you know,
1: it is. Yeah.
0: Third spoke is mental. Uh, the things that you do to keep your mental acuity and edge where you want it to be.
1: So um, one of the things is I've got to be super disciplined in terms of what I'm taking in. So I've told our kids since they were little crap in crap out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, pretty simple, but that includes like what I'm watching on social media, what I'm listening to for podcasts. And so for me to keep my mental space really clean, it requires me getting out in nature, um, which I know sounds really cheesy, but there's just some days there's nothing to clear my brain out, like a good walk, just an yeah. Yeah. Just through the neighborhood. That's fine. Um, Other times if uh, the weather's nice and, you know, we're just finishing up with winter here in Kansas City, but taking a kayak out on a lake, I just for me getting out, you know, back into nature really helps clear my brain and then just being super watchful of what I'm letting into my brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nature. That's why I live in a national forest right there. That's my. There you go. Maybe that's my drug of choice. That's a better one.
1: That's uh, awesome.
0: Financially, uh, financial spoke. What are you doing there? And that's you know you've got a business you're running, of course, and your household. And I know this is something that you teach a lot with your audiences are dealing with business yeah. and finances. So tell me what you're what you're employing financially.
1: Yeah. So right now, financially, my husband and I are trying to um, get some rental properties. Um, and, um, we actually have the first one that we are hopefully going to be, um, getting this later this week. And so it's important to me just to be forward thinking in that, okay, so I'm 48, you know, when you do the math, I'm like, okay, so will Facebook even be around in another 20 (laughs) years? I mean, who even knows? knows, but putting things into place financially for us right now to make sure that we're not, you know, 20 years from now having to scramble and, Um, and still try to come up with ways of bringing in an income are super important to us right now. So, you know, there was five years ago, it was just still... Um, trying to get a nest egg. Five years before that, it was trying to pay off debt. Five years before that, it was trying to make ends meet. So it's changed a lot for us over the last, you know, 22 years of being married to my husband. But right now we're trying to kind of do some things that are forward thinking.
0: I'm curious with you. I had somebody on the show once and I'm used to hearing things like, you know, we don't buy what we can't afford and we save and whatever. And the guy said, you know, actually my best financial uh, asset is I know how to make money. More, so, better, better than saving, better. Than, and I wondered about that with you, just yes. knowing your trajectory, if that yeah. fits more, if that's more of a security well, area that you know how to make it.
1: I, I think that there's so many of us raised with, you've got to save more, you got to save more, you got to save more, you got to save more. Yeah. And, and my husband and I are coming from a different perspective and trying to keep teach our kids. No, you just need to make more. You just need to make more. I mean, saving is very important and we definitely are savers and, you know, believe in Dave Ramsey our way, you know, through life. Um, but instead of like, save, 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 um, I feel like too, that I have a gift on me. Just, I, I know how to make money. Mm-hmm. And so at this point I'm like, well, you know, I coach thousands of people every month. If that doesn't work out for some reason, I, I can make money over here somewhere. Um, of that I feel, you know, relatively confident, not that I, it, you know, I'm brewing with confidence, but I've made money enough now in the last six years in the online space. I'm like. If this ends up not working out, I'll just shift gears and go somewhere else and do it.
0: Well, I obviously like that because that's my bet. We can spend three months and figure out how can we save $1,000 or next month, how can we just make five grand extra?
1: How can we just, amen, right? It's, we could talk all day on that. It's such a different way of thinking about your finances and it's so much freer and I would, Venture to say, so much easier.
0: I agreed.
1: Saving is hard. I mean, and again, we're savers. We've we've got you know it's money no, stashed away, but it's no fun either. It's not a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: All right. How about uh, fifth spoke is spiritual, and I know that's primary for you. So tell us what your uh, continual habits are for your spiritual walk.
1: Yeah. So um, I've got to have time every day that I'm spending with the Lord in you know. It's Right now, it's currently I sit in front of one window in our living room with my Bible, with a couple of devotionals that I have there. And so um, trying to make sure that I cut out time first thing every day, which is really hard because it's like everything is clamoring for my attention first thing in the day. Husband, kids, you know, the bus is coming and my DMs are blowing up and my team's starting. They're in different time zones than I am. And so it's hard to make that happen in the morning, but my team also knows not to put any meetings on my calendar before like 10 AM so that I have the first part of my day that I can dedicate to just trying to have some quiet time recenter myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 9 AM is early to start work for me. There's too many personal things to do.
1: Yes, exactly. Can,
0: can I ask just because people sometimes want to know, you mentioned a couple devotionals, any you'd care to share?
1: Yeah, I'm doing, um, uh, my utmost for his highest. Yep. And I'm doing one by. Um, uh, it's not even necessarily a devotional. Maybe it's a devotional, but by Bob Goff.
0: Yeah, uh, he's got a new book. Is that it? I, uh, it's,
1: I just got it at Hobby Lobby in the last week, so I don't know if it's brand new or not. But um, I, I just
0: knew he had a recent one that I wasn't aware of. I, I found out. I knew yeah, that.
1: and the other one is Ann Lot. Um, what's I'm missing a Ann something Lot is a, the third one that I've got sitting right next okay. to my Bible. So okay. yeah, oh. the three I'm looking at.
0: You are listening to The Ziggler Show, and this is our Habits episode with Jennifer Allwood. Next up is the career spoke that I led off the this show title with, uh, where Jennifer talks about her goal of slowing down to speed up. You're going to want to hear that. So we'll resume right after I share some great products and services with you. Sixth one is career. And of course we spent a lot of time in the first show talking about your career trajectory. And of course, like, like everybody have on the show, you've got a lot happening today. A lot of success is coming to fruition. So there's a lot of opportunities. And so what do you do to keep your career in the lanes that it needs to be to get you where you want to go?
1: Yeah. All right. So we are focusing really hard in the year 2020 on two things. We're slowing down to speed up Mm. (laughs) because um, we're just, there's a lot of things I'm saying no to right now so we can really like – because with a lot of the opportunities also comes, I think, there's a lot of opportunity to, for this thing to implode and for me to get exhausted and for um, – I never want to have success in my career at the expense of my family. And so um, so we're having to be really intentional Slowing down in some areas so that we can put some things into place um, so that we can, so that as we're speeding up, because things are speeding up, that they actually go better. Uh, but one of the sayings that I just keep saying over and over is if it's costing me my peace right now, it's too expensive. Mm. And so I'm really trying to lean into that. And, you know, as a people pleaser, um, I always want to say yes to everything. And um, the truth is, just because it's a good thing, it's not a God thing necessarily. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get better at just. Um, saying yes to the things I'm supposed to because not everything am I supposed to be saying yes to and so um, I'm trying it's Um, I really love what I do for a living. So it's hard sometimes to turn it off and focus on what God wants me to focus on even more, which is, you know, my first ministry in my own home. And so, you know, in terms of the career right now, things are going fantastic. The book is fantastic. The podcast is fantastic. My coaching group is fantastic. Um, but we're trying to put some things in place to make sure that I stay in the right frame of thinking so that everything stays fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Understood. Last one is personal. And this is the one where I, I like to include, what do you do for you? Fun, play, self-care, however you want to term it, but the things that you invest in just for Jennifer.
1: It took me like 0. 0.3 seconds to, to figure this one out. Uh, massage. Ah. I am, I'm a sucker for a weekly massage. And so it's, it's one of the only ways that I can really turn off the entire world. Hmm. Massage in movies, oddly enough. So because otherwise I have a tendency to still be like taking a peek at my phone. I mean, I'm just being completely transparent or, you know, hearing it ding or wanting to, you know, check emails. But if I'm in a massage or I'm in a movie, it's like I go into another place mentally. And it's always when I'm in a different place mentally where I'm like, I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about anything, you know, that's stressful in life and following the storyline and I'm loving the movie. That's when I always have like aha moments about life yeah. or things that I'll like, that oh, what a great idea in business. Like I'll be in the middle of massage and I'll be thinking to myself, I'm not going to think about work. I'm not going to think about work. And then God will just download something. It's like I've freed up some space wow. for some creative ideas to kind of take place. And yeah. so movies and massage, they're my, they're my jam. both of them.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, you probably
1: get really deep answers and those probably seemed really simple, but
0: no, a lot of times
1: really the truth.
0: No, I'm grateful. A lot of times it's stuff like, you know, I, I dance or I had a guy recently, he says, I go see a movie in the middle of the day every once in a while. Just, you I know, I, yeah, just, just, just different things, so no. I, it's always a, a fun one to hear. Love that. What people do. Hopefully, there is something there. I, that's the worst answer. Yeah. Is I don't really do anything for myself. I just work. Yeah.
1: That. So. Th- oh, that. And that makes me sad for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it exists. Well, hey, thank you. Thanks for the behind the scenes for sharing you're so what welcome. you're doing. Uh, it's a gift to have you on here again. Thank you, Jennifer.
1: Thanks for having me, Kevin.
0: Which well, just great behind the scenes sharing from Jennifer Allwood. Again, you can find her book Fear is Not the Boss of You and all Jennifer has to offer at Jennifer Allwood, that's a l l w o o d.com. Coming up in episode 776, earning trust in your business. The greatest asset your business and you can have is people's trust. And most everyone believes they are trustworthy. But in truth, few employ the tangible actions to actually gain trust. We think of ourselves through our intent and our goodwill, but does that come through tangibly to other people like we expect it to? I would say most often, it does not. To actually gain trust and customer loyalty takes specific methodologies, which are fairly simple to put into action, but very, very rare. Uh, We kick off the show with a two and a half minute message from Zig Ziglar. And then I asked the Ziglar audience this question. So do you have an example of a business or business person that has earned your trust? And if you have a business, how do you earn people's trust? We got, of course, incredibly insightful responses, but I had Tom Ziglar join me and we do talk through some of the comments, but we also hit some key points about how to earn trust in business. And actually in the show, about the first 20 minutes, Tom talks just about some issues he's seeing with trust in today's marketplace with some specifics regarding the current crisis we're in regarding the uh, coronavirus. And I'll tell you folks at about About This show went a little long. At about an hour, somewhere around there, we start talking about exceeding people's expectations. Honestly, that could have been the sole focus of the show. That's where great value was. So uh, the whole show is good. Uh, The first part of the show, Tom's talking on a great message. And then it is about the hour mark where we really hit. If you hear nothing else, uh, I want you to hear Tom's intro. And then at about the hour mark or so, hear him talk about or hear us talk about exceeding expectations. Really, really powerful. Well, folks till then, thank you as always for letting me walk with you as we inspire our true performance together.